and literally cue the intro music. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Chat with Nat, inspired by the spark in you. I'm doing things a little different. I'm using my phone today, so hopefully everything goes well. I did not do it last week. I literally, by Friday, I we went to go pick up uh, my daughter and I was like, oh shit, I did not podcast. So here we are. I'm actually just feeling so tired today. I'm actually like, I have a nail appointment in about 30 minutes and I'm sitting in the parking lot waiting. <laughs> so I got here early just because like I wanted to get coffee before and um, a Starbucks down, excuse me, the road that is closest to us and they are redoing and so now I have to drive like 30 minutes to go to a Starbucks place so now I just go to McDonald's every day and it's kind of annoying (laughs) so I wanted a latte today and like obviously I know it's not like actual espresso I don't know is it actual espresso not like Starbucks espresso right I don't know and so I, you know, obviously I know that it's not the same thing, but anyway, she ended up giving me an iced coffee. It tastes fine, but I did pay for a latte, but I'm not complaining. I'm just taking the day as, um, on a positive note. So a lot has been happening. I, okay. So first of all, I have to tell you guys a funny story. So I have like, my husband hates this thing. Like he hates donating stuff to Goodwill. Like it's not like he doesn't believe in Goodwill, but like he, like my husband just specifically has, um, emotional attachments to literally anything, any of his items. Like it can be a sock from like 1950 and he's like, Oh gosh, but that sock, it like helped me get through the gym one day. And you're like, the fuck this sock is old as hell, crusty as hell. It smells, it's nasty. It has holes in it. So anyways, He never wants to donate to Goodwill, and I'm the opposite. Like, my mom, she has, like, a hoarding problem, and so, like, mess just kind of, like, gets me too much, and we move a lot, and, you know, because we're a military family, so I'm like, fuck this. All this shit is going to Goodwill. I had a box that was sitting at our old house for a year in the garage, and I never took it to Goodwill, so whenever we moved, I was like, all this stuff is going into another box. I left it out in the garage. And also another box that I had found that I had planned to take to Goodwill from our last move never made it to Goodwill. So I take the one from the garage and the one from our bedroom and I put it and I take it to Goodwill. So I was so proud of myself. But then my husband, he like, he carries the baby monitor around. Like that's just his thing. Like honestly, I don't use the baby monitor as much as him just because like she's older now. So like you know, she's old enough to know, like, the blankets over my face or this, you know, and so I check on her, like, if I'm by myself, but usually, like, if she's quiet and she's not crying, like, she's a good sleeper, so I have no issues, and he's like, I lost the baby monitor, and I'm like, what do you mean you lost the baby monitor, so a day goes by, we're like, oh, she's fine, another day goes by, I told him, I don't know, we were doing something. And I was like, oh, yeah, that box over there. I took it to Goodwill. It looks so nice in here now in the garage. He's like, you took it to Goodwill? And, like, my husband has a problem with leaving his shit absolutely everywhere. So he, like, thought that he had left the baby monitor in this box that I had took to Goodwill. And he was like, did you check it? And I was like, "Um, yeah, there wasn't anything in there. Like, it's been there for a year. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, why do I need to check it? And then, like anything like moving forward 
we literally got into a tiff about it right and like basically i was like well that's not my fucking problem because you leave your shit everywhere like that was my stuff that had been sitting there for a year it's going to goodwill like you just need to get over these problems of being emotionally attached to things and come to find out we lay down in bed after we've like already gotten to a little tiff and we're like we're mad at each other but not really mad at each other and we're like oh whatever like just shut up about it <laughs> so we get into bed and like you know this sound when I read something like we don't have a headboard so like the wall is back there and something fell and he was like okay let me see what this is guess what it was it was the fucking baby monitor and I was like you better apologize to me for that shit you better take me out to lunch and you better buy me Starbucks because you literally I mean it wasn't like a fight but like he was getting mad at me and I was getting mad at him and like I kind of gave him an attitude like this is not my fucking problem that you leave your shit everywhere like you should be responsible and pick your stuff up and like you know it kind of gets to the point like he loses everything all the time and so sometimes I just like don't even care he's like do you know where my Apple watch is he's lost it for weeks at a time no honey I don't know that's not my problem so (laughs) he felt like such an asshole when he found the baby monitor and I was like you better fucking apologize and he was like okay I know you're right I was wrong and like it wasn't even about like I was right you were wrong it was just the point of like you shouldn't I think it was a good lesson for him like one don't jump to conclusions and two like don't leave your shit around (laughs) and (laughs) so that was like a funny story um oh what else so I also wanted to touch on the fact of like um I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about how like don't you feel like sometimes as a human being you are such a good person you do everything right you try your best to be a good person and there are generally people in this world who just get lucky by not doing the right thing and their life seems like such a breeze compared to yours so like this has never happened to me but like let's put in an instance right I don't know, say you're a family, you're driving down the road, you get a flat tire, you literally put all your money into the gas tank, all your money on groceries to feed your kids, and literally there is somebody who drives by who you know does not work, and they just like keep on rolling down the road, and like they just manage to come up with money, and now you, you know, they don't have a job, you're trying to go to work. It's just that kind of deal. Like it just seems like sometimes people who are not generally good people or who don't try to do the right thing like they just have it easier in life and you know I know that the the you know to be a good person the walk is harder than than you know some people might think it is harder like for instance I knew somebody who failed out of nursing school it was his last time to get into nursing school and he couldn't pass a drug test he couldn't pass a drug test because he was smoking weed all the time and this was his last time he basically like bought pee from somebody and like anyway so he used somebody else's pee in the test and it wasn't the right temperature and instead of kicking him out and never giving him another chance they literally let him come back and take it again. Like, are you serious? Like, it just seems like those type of people that are sly and don't have anything like going on for themselves or they're generally not good people. They're just barely making it by the skin, like of their teeth, but they just seem like they get further in life. And like my husband and I say, they are just getting lucky for right now. Their time will run out. And I really feel that in my soul because sometimes 
I try to be a good person, but like sometimes in the world, it doesn't seem like it gets you very far. But I think this has to do a lot with your morals and you personally. I know that I will always try to pick the road less followed, the positive road, being a good person. And I will always continue to do that. But I know that it is hard for me. And like, you know, this one instance where it gets the best of me is like, you know, I have talked about how I had been sucker punched in the face and now I have a deviated septum. And because of my deviated septum, I get sick all the time. And my, you know, it messes with my ears, it messes with my nose and my drainage. And, um, you know, from the front, I like the way that it looks, but you can obviously tell. And so, you know, this was a good um, learning lesson for me because I have, you know, I just choose personally that I want my social media to be very like chill and low key. So I had found this girl or I, I had stumbled upon somebody who um is friends who used to be friends with the girl who punched me in the face and I just had never like blocked her because I don't think she ever like posted anything about her or anything I didn't think that they were that close and so I was stumbling upon you know my Facebook or whatever she's on there and turns out the girl who punched me in the face got married and you know at that point it was just kind of like it just I wasn't jealous of the fact that they were getting married. Like, I'm married. I have a whole family. Like, I sincerely don't give a fuck. But it's the point. Like, this girl, literally, she broke my nose. Literally. Now, I have to deal with it for the rest of my life. And I have to get surgery. And I'm I'm, I'm thinking positively. Like, I am so happy that I have health insurance. And um, if they deem it as something that affects your health-wise, they will pay for it. But cosmetically, they won't. You know, and I'm working on that. But why do I have to go through that whenever this girl literally was made from the devil? And I'm not even saying that like, oh, shit, that's dramatic. Like, this is not the first time. And so I kind of want to like, sometimes I feel like I'm the type of person I have to go through everything. Um, I have to think about everything, speak about everything with the the experience. And so I'm going to tell you about it. So let me go back in time. Okay, so... I grew up in a small town. My graduating class was of 90 people. And who you went to kindergarten with is who you graduated high school with. It was a hard environment because if you didn't get along with somebody, like, everybody knew about it and the beef was real. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so, her and I had always had problems. And whenever we got to high school, it really became, like, a thing. So, her mom... Her dad was, um, I believe, a drug addict, and her mom, she worked at the nursing home, I think. I don't know if she was a nurse or not, but anyways, her family was not well off, and it was kind of known, and, you know, my family was not well off, but a little bit more well off than her, I would say, so basically, like, she felt like that she had to make up for that. So I think that her defense mechanism, and I'm just drawing conclusions here, her defense mechanism was to beat people down with her words and to just be fucking cruel to people. And whenever we got to high school, it was kind of like the thing of like the people that I wanted to hang out with liked her and people never crossed her or made them, like her upset with them because she was fucking cruel and she would ruin your life. I swear to God, like in high school, it seems so dramatic, but she would run around and tell all these different types of people. And she was a fucking 
the meanest bitch I've ever met. Like, this girl, I'm telling you, she was made from the devil. She would do everything to ruin your fucking life. And, you know, whenever you're in high school and you can't get away from that, it's so hard. So, you know, it became to the point of, like, the people that I wanted to hang out with, if I didn't get along with her, I was the outcast. And so it was kind of like a defense mechanism or a way to, like, make my life easier was to get along with her. And I didn't like her, but I dealt with her. I put up with her. And, um, you know, whenever I was younger, I really got picked on a lot because of my weight and stuff like that. And so I became very, very aggressive. Like, if you used to piss me off, I would punch you in the face. Like, not so much in high school, but kind of like in middle school and elementary school, I really really became aggressive if people fucked with me because if people were scared of me they wouldn't talk shit about me so I learned that from an early age and so I always thought she's too fucking scared of me to do anything and you know I'm a plus size woman and honestly I feel like me personally my younger age I could definitely throw down with people like I could definitely throw down I didn't have any problems getting into fights with people like I'm not that way anymore, and I wish that I wasn't that way then. I feel like I just wanted people to leave me alone so badly because my home life, like my mom, nothing I ever did was good enough, and so whenever I went to school, it was an escape, but whenever people were mean to me, it was no longer an escape. You know, it just became too much. Like, my whole world was falling apart, and she actually, like, cheerleading was, like, my thing in high school, and she came and joined the cheer squad and all this shit, so, like, not only was I around her in school, but also in after school sports. And it's like, God, like just get your own fucking thing, you know? But anyways, and so I think around my junior or senior year, my family, we used to do this thing where we used to feed the elderly in our town for Christmas. And we also did the thing where we would donate to people that we knew that like, you know, weren't doing so well. So we would do, we donated, um, blankets and stuff like that. And one time, one year, somebody had submitted them for the list. And I didn't know anything about this personally. This is not for me to speak on. But um, I ended up going to her house and dropping off the baskets. Nobody answered the door. And I think that that really bothered her because she might have known things. I, she thought that maybe I might have known things that I shouldn't have known. And, like, it was never like that. Like, I would never judge anybody to that particular point like I feel like growing up in a small town it's pettiness and money but I think that generally I was a good person and my heart grew even more whenever I moved okay so I'm gonna talk about the night that I got like punched in the face (laughs) um you know and going back I wouldn't change anything about the story sometimes I do wish that I could but I don't so her and I became really close after high school. She she was my best friend. I was very I built up a wall with her though, so she didn't know every everything about me, but she knew a lot with me and we used to go out and party a lot. So that was kind of how we bonded. So it was my freshman year and it was the day before Thanksgiving and I guess we had went out and I mean going out, I mean hanging out in town <laughs> with our at our one stoplight city and there used to be a walmart on the right and then the park on the left so walmart on the right park on the left right across the road and i had okay so let me think about this we had i it's not unusual for people to leave their cars at other people's houses so from my understanding i had left my car at her house and we were driving around in her 
in her vehicle. I don't know why I usually, I never used to leave my car at people's houses. It was always like in the Walmart parking lot. But this day I had, this was also a learning lesson. And she had been drinking, I think. I'm pretty sure she was. And I do not condone drinking and driving. I honestly, I don't even know. I would never do that now. Um, you know, I'm sorry to the people who have lost people due to drinking and driving. I, I don't know. So anyways, I don't know why I was doing that. I don't know why I was there, but I'm just telling my side of the story. <laughs> so she had been drinking and driving and she, we were across the road at the Walmart parking lot and this boy who, who she was talking to was talking to this girl who she didn't like, who I thought she didn't like. This is the key of the story. She was a year younger than us and her, the girl that was a year younger than us, and the boy, you know, the guy that was her boyfriend or the guy she was talking to or whatever, they had been talking or whatever. They were talking to each other across the road and she would not leave. Like she kept stalking them. Like she's like, I'm going to sit here until they get done talking. What are they talking about? He told me he didn't like her. Um, you know, blase, blase. So whatever. And it comes to the point I have to use the bathroom and I'm like, you know, Walmart's closed. It's winter time. I'm freezing. Like, just take me to the bathroom so I can use the bathroom. And I didn't have my own car. So this other girl pulls up and she's part of our friend group, so to say. And I'm like, hey, can you take me to the bathroom? Can you take me to the gas station right up the corner and I'll just use the bathroom? And she was like, yeah, sure. Get in. So I literally at this point, like I was about to piss my pants. So it was like, it's like, okay, like, you know, I'm ready. So I hurry up, hop in the front seat and then old girl was like, um, my so-called best friend during this time. She's like, get in the back. I'm not riding unless it's in the front. I'm like, just hurry up, please. I have to go to the bathroom so bad. I'm about to pee my pants. I don't care where you ride. Like just hurry up. I need to go to the bathroom. Like I feel like I had been sitting there for like 15, 20 minutes asking her to take me and she just wouldn't. And like, you know, like as somebody like that's frustrating because that's petty. Like your boyfriend is still going to be there, girl, like hurry up. And she ends up not coming to the bathroom with me. So I feel a little like pissed off at this point. I, I could feel it because I feel frustrated because like, why wouldn't you take me to the bathroom? Like, why? Like, hurry up. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you being so fucking petty? So then we, so also this is important to know. She had a younger sister who was a year younger than us. And this girl who took me to the bathroom in our friend group was also her sister's friend. Okay. So this is all very much connected. So we come back and at this point I'm a little heated. So I walk up to her and I'm like, you know, why are you doing this? Like, why wouldn't you take me to the bathroom? Okay. So this is also important. Her car was parked forward with her bumper facing forward. And the other girl was parked to her bumper facing the rear to where, you know, they, you could meet your windows could meet up. So I walk up to her and I'm like, why are you like being so mean? Why wouldn't you take me to the bathroom? Like, you don't even like this girl. You were just talking shit about her because she was talking to so-and-so. So I don't, I know that that's what I said. I don't remember what she said, but all I remember at this point is that she stood up on the side of her car. She had the door open. She stood up on the side of her car and she literally punched me. I guess I was close enough for her to reach me. She punched the fuck out of me 
right between my eyes at the top of my nose. And I, whenever I tell you, I have never been so shocked in my whole entire life. Could you imagine arguing with somebody and them just being like, whop, boom, right in your face. And you're like, we're supposed to be friends. Like you, and first of all, this isn't even a fair fight because what are you doing? You're hiding behind the door. So this, you know, at that point I was shocked. And I, whenever I tell you, I've never felt the pain more like this, the back of my spine went numb at the bottom of my back. It went completely fucking numb. She hit me so hard. And I just remember in that moment being so fucking upset. And it's important to know that her, my car keys, so my car was at her house and her, my car keys for my car was in her car. So she just punched me in the face and everybody's sitting over there and there's like you know, 20 people, everybody's sitting over there and people start laughing at me because I had the reputation of like, I was kind of like a tough girl, you know? And the fact that I didn't retaliate, people were like, Oh, she's weak. She's this, she's that. Like, let it be known that this is a, this is a story of rising above because it seems like, Oh, she got the better of me because she punched me in the face. And now I have a deviated septum. But guess what? If I would have went into her, her sister would have jumped to me. Her friends would have jumped me. There would have been no out. I didn't have anybody. And like, I'm not scared of that. But like these people, this girl is so evil. She would have left me for dead. Like that's how serious it was. I knew she was that type of gal. And, you know, I could have called my mom, but it's like, she's asleep, you know, like, so anyways, I end up, um, you know, I, I was so fucking pissed. So her sister's friend drove me to her house and I was like, I want my fucking keys in my car. And she throws them at me and they're all like, you know, in the car talking shit about me, blase, blase laughing. You know, I thought whenever we got to her house, I said, Oh no, we're about to get even. But you know what? I didn't because I would have went to jail because that was her property. That was her family's property that I was on. It wasn't like we were out in the street. So I went home and I took it for what it was and it was a learning experience. But to this day, sometimes I feel disappointed in myself. Like I wish that I would have broke this bitch's nose. And there has been plenty of times I have, I, one time, whenever I think it was like the summer after that I tried, I tried to get her, she wouldn't get out of the car. And so you know, but this is a learning experience. Like I was young and immature and you have anger and you don't know how to control it, but it wasn't that it's the point of, I learned what I wanted for my future because I don't want to go to jail. I don't, you know, that could have ruined things for me. I don't want to get in trouble for, for, for hitting her or something like that. And I didn't file charges because in my small town, I don't think it would have went anywhere and it would have just been too much. And I was leaving to go back to college. So like, what is the point of me leaving to go to college and just battling this girl? Like I remember her, I remember her texting me and saying, I'm sorry, but you shouldn't have made me mad. And I never texted her back again. I blocked her number and I have never spoken to her since. And I say that in the most common way. And I feel like I am so grown now and learned so much from that experience that if she walked up to me tomorrow, I would be like, oh, it's good. It's fine. I would literally pretend like she didn't exist. Like the Holy Ghost would never be like she's nowhere to be found. And it was a learning experience. I think I grew a lot from that. And I think that I really learned like, 
sometimes you don't have to get in these fights to prove to you're tough to people. Sometimes mental toughness can be just walking away and knowing what's best for you. Who gives a fuck about what other people think about you? What do you think about yourself? Are you proud with yourself? If you look back at your actions, can you be proud? Yeah, in that moment, the younger person in me wanted to beat the living hell out of her. But the older me is thankful because it taught me, one, I know how to control my anger for the first time in my life. And number two, it helped me get further in life. So, you know, I just want people to know that, like, because you're young, it doesn't mean that you're a pussy or, oh, sorry about that word. Um, It doesn't mean, you know, you're weak or fake because you don't fight with people all the time. You just know what you want. And so I hope you guys had a great week and I hope you guys have a great day and I shall talk to you next time.